You're listening to Zim and Yams. Baby and Bob. Let's, Let's mix, mix it up. up. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the tag series. We're doing bonus episodes where it's just 30 minutes of us discussing a tag that has come from my drama list, which basically is just a plot device that K-dramas regularly use. And we're just going to discuss uh, what kind of dramas feature this plot device and the pros and cons about it and finally whether it makes us want to watch a drama any more than usual, whether it adds it up the priority list depending upon what kind of tag uh, is attached to the drama. So for today we're gonna do sad romance. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. Um, this is a this is a bit of a masochistic one, really, because um, you can get like some dramas who, in the synopsis, you only have to read the mm-hmm. plot line and you're like, yeah, this is going to be a cry fest, or this is going to be uh, <clears throat> incredibly mm, mind numbingly depressing, <laughs> uncontrollably fond, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Just coughing it in there. No, no. I mean, you you kind of have to be a masochist to to watch some of some of these titles. And uncontrollably fun. I I think is number one. Definitely number one. And I did not watch that. No. And I watched that, and Which, I'm not yeah. proud of it. How 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 have you dealt with your trauma since then? Um, I want to murder it. <laughs> you want to murder? It? Okay. okay. Yeah, it was a. I don't know. It was a stupid drama. This, it, it sounds awful to say this. Like I get that it was sad. It was. It was terrible. It was just terrible, because they gave you the idea of this is gonna be whatever, and you kind of get your hopes up, and then they literally crush them at the end. You're yeah. like, what was the point of going through such a roller coaster of emotions from the first episode till the last episode? Of being given hope by the same time every episode just sobbing about something, mm. and then for them to literally close it with, you did, you did. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it was, it was, it was crap. Not gonna lie, it yeah. was crap. Like I did cry. I think the way it was portrayed at the end, the way spoiler alert, he died. <laughs> <laughs> he died like several times so exactly but um i like the way he portrayed it the way he died anyway is this 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 scene was pretty oh, sad yeah. P- pretty and sad yeah. but i do like the concept of how they ended it but it doesn't mean that the drama was great it was crap yeah yeah i think they really did a it wasn't even a roller coaster it was more of like being given a glimpse of hope like a percentage, but the whole ninety nine percent was absolute shite. Okay, pretty pretty clear opinion on that. Yep. <laughs> I think because uh, you're dealing with death, right? So mm. when it comes to a sad, doomed romance and uh, death is involved, there's nothing that can, um, I guess, redeem. Mm-hmm. True. What has happened? Um, True. But then the whole the whole idea of when you're doing that as well, which I think they've done with a lot of Korean dramas, is yeah. they've also shown the good parts, not of death, but the good parts of 
them having good memory before they go or something yeah. like that. Whereas on in a contra befond, it was shit, shit, and shit. <laughs> shit. Like shit, I don't, shit, I don't remember face. watching a scene where I had a smile on my face. Mm. Like there was not any. And I was like, "Why? What was the point of him living in this life? He, he did not have wow. a fucking life." <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm not a writer. I'm not, you know, a critic and stuff. But I'm yeah. just saying, from my personal observ- observation, that I didn't see him having a good life at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Like, what was the what's the point of having fame when you don't have family or friends or literally nothing or no one to share it with? Mm. Even though they were, you know saying that oh you know what there might be a romance and stuff it was not fucking romance i think that the point is as well is that like the way they set the story up is um they had a chance at love they had a chance at being together so many chances and uh, misunderstandings came in the way split them apart mm-hmm. and then obviously he finds out that he's terminally ill mm-hmm. and you think that that's going to be you know the the redemption arc the point where he makes it up to her mm-hmm. these misunderstandings are cleared up yeah. and they get some sense of happiness for at least a good chunk of the drama before yeah. obviously the inevitably happens mm-hmm. but that didn't happen it never like, never did it happen he was just pushing her away the entire time and when he tried he was like woke up the next morning he was like oh maybe maybe we might work as a couple and she's like oh fuck off yeah <laughs> literally exactly. it was just it was uh, it's torture, I think, mm. and I understand that they kind of did paint it that way in the synopsis and the plotline that it wasn't going to go well anyway. Mm. That's why it's a doomed romance. But what are you, why are you torturing the viewers? Like yeah, that? and the title of it literally feels like it's going to be there's going to be more happy memories than sad ones. Mm. I mean, was... fond is a very like. Mm. kind of meh kind of description of feelings <laughs> yeah. like you don't like it you're just kind of fond of it <laughs> so maybe that was your clue <laughs> maybe yeah but, but yeah um, it's just one of them you've got that you've got that kind of um sad or doomed romance and then you've got the like the one that you don't find out it's a sad or doomed romance until the end yeah which i think is like counts as like goblin Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because in some uh, spoiler alert anyone who hasn't watched Goblin what are you doing that is the most famous of the K-dramas watch it please yeah but um, the point is is that you find out that this young girl is the Goblin's bride mm-hmm. and he she is there to remove his sword and um, relieve him of eternal life and that does happen halfway mm-hmm. through. And then you think, well, how? what's going to happen now? He's disappeared. Then he comes back. I don't remember why. And you think, okay, they're going to live their lives together now as she's a now 30-year-old and they're going to be like, happy together. And then she fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, they, they, in a way, if you think about it being, you know, it's goblin, you'd think it wouldn't be realistic for them to have a good ending anyway because of that whole fantasy and him being old and stuff and him being immortal as well. Mm. You'd think, well, she's going to die at some point. Yeah. Because obviously they never give us the chance of, oh, she might be immortal somehow. That's not possible. You know, but it still was heartbreaking, I think. Mm. And I I think they, 
yes, like she 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 died, and then you kind of like found out that humans have three lives, mm-hmm. and they they are reincarnated three times, and that she was only on her first life. Mm-hmm. So then she gets reincarnated in her second life, and she she remembers the goblin at the end. And I think they try to like sort of um, give it a happy ending, but when you think about it, you think, oh, but he's only got another 80 years or so with her. Yeah. She's then going to die again. And then she reincarnates again. And then again, she's he's only got 80 years with her. And then what happens then? He's going to be eternally alone again. Basically, that's what it means. And between every life, between every time that she dies, he has to wait for her. Yeah, until that, she's me, a grown-up person before anything even yeah. happens. She, he can't seduce a baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. But maybe from 20 or 18 yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. But he, that means he has to wait and live with the memories. Yeah, and it, to me, that is not a happy ending. Yeah, that, that is, is a sad not even a bittersweet one. I think I just think that's very like depressing and, in my opinion, doomed. Because when they they said very early on about the fact that humans only have three lives, mm. I think I realised from then on that oh, he's only going to have three lifetimes with her, mm-hmm. and then he's alone for the rest of it. So yeah, that to me is a doomed romance. Yeah, um, we have, I believe, Hayuki. The, the Korean Odyssey mm-hmm. drama was um, quite similar. I can't, I didn't watch it like religiously or thoroughly, and so I don't exactly know mm-hmm. what the, the the whole explanation was. But um, I know that they were sad or doomed. <laughs> the, um, I think the female lead was destined to die. You find out at the end that she's destined to die. Oh, okay. And um, yeah. And then they, they don't reunite, and I don't think they end up together at the end. Wow. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty depressing. Very depressing. And I think they just sprung it upon you in the last, like, episode or so, so you're, like, kind of, you have hope all the way up until episode 15, and then you watch 16, and you're like, what in the goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what is this? But then you think that because of fantasy thing and, you know, having powers and all, they will find ways yeah, to sort of keep them together. You can write the the ending based on the law of that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have to use human law because you've already took it into another realm. You've already took True. it into another another um, dimension. So you can you can find a way that doesn't make sense in real life. But then also they're making it so even though it's fantasy, reality will kick in. That you're still human no matter what. That is depressing. <laughs> It's just realistic that you're not going to be with someone who's immortal and someone who's mortal and they're going to yeah. be together forever. Yeah, it's not true. possible. Unless... Unless they're vampires. Oh, true. Because well, a vampire can just be like, bitey-bitey, you're living forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's one of them. Um, and mm, Another one. Another one. Another one. Every time. Um, another one. Every episode. That. Every podcast episode. <laughs> Another one from my, I watched this and you probably watched it before, which is Luca. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've, I have no words. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> Man, I love Kim Rayon. I love him to bits. Yeah. 
and and the actress. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I have no idea what the drama was about. Yeah. But I I know the whole idea of it. But they lost a lot of audience in the well, not even in the end. I think yeah. right about after four, six episodes. Because they were pretty damn good yeah. until they just started losing. They they lost it. I don't know whether it was a change of writer or, mm. but something definitely went wrong. Yeah, I um, I watched snippets of it and I honestly I got to the last episode, and uh, I forewarned him. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, you're gonna explode." <laughs> you watched this last was this last episode because it does not make. A single drop of sense. No, it doesn't. And, um, you know, perhaps there are people out there who did enjoy it and they can have some sort of explanation for it. But in terms of the romance, I'd rather them have not attempted to do any at all than mm-hmm. what they did with their characters. I understand why they did the romance, right? It's very understandable. Because, obviously, these guys are, oh, maybe, spoiler alert, I'm a monster, I'm doing this, I've got these powers, which I don't know where they're coming from, I'm different from every human being. So I understand that putting a female lead and making, and it being a Roman and stuff, mm-hmm. and because I want to add all other obstacles. I understand that concept. Yeah, yeah. What I do not understand is, you basically put him with a female lead to make sure that, no, you're human after all, even though you have yeah. powers and this, 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 that, you're not a monster, you're not whatever and then you decide to destroy the whole concept yeah, yeah, yeah. all over again and just take it apart yeah. and they start hating each other whether there's love deep down in there we don't don't know but even if they still love each other they just made it so he was this person in the beginning there's so it was the whole idea that he was building a character and him being a person only to go back to square one. Yeah, then at the end. I think he, he went even further than square one. I think oh, he went yes. back to like minus ten. Oh yes. Because the 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 effect of having someone accept him wholeheartedly and tell him he was he was not a monster, he was a special human being and that he was um, you know, gonna be an amazing um person or father and stuff like that. And then literally she turns into the person who who stabs him in the back the hardest? Exactly, there's that. And then he just but then she reverts into. But then she also makes it a point that I might have said all those things, but deep down you should know that I had a baby with you. I married you. You do realize that I do love you and stuff. She takes a bullet for the guy, but he still decides to make millions of other <laughs> weird stuff. And I'm like, so your wife died, wife not legalized, wife died sacrificing her life for you and your child, yeah, yeah. hoping that you probably eat, whether you're going to run away or you're going to live somewhere, but being safe. And you basically just do what fuck you want anyway. Yeah. So it's like they both had their own minds. She stabs him in the back and he basically does the same. And then, oh my God, that was a lot of... Yeah. I liked it, but I was fuming. I it, was, was fuming. it was very confusing. The fact that like you had that moment where she sacrifices her life and he's obviously like distraught. And, and then he's just like, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what she wouldn't have wanted. <laughs> 
anytime. <laughs> like, I understand why, why he was doing that, but at the same time, I'm just like, this is a person, this is the first human you loved, besides you having a kid anyway. Yeah. You love this person, so shouldn't you realize her sacrifice and stuff, even yeah. though she had stabbed you in the back, understandably. Um, but I, I don't understand it, and it, it, this might sound really weird. For those who like it, fair enough, but don't even, the fact that they want to come up with the second season is just horrendous. It's just no, just no. It was a waste of time. Maybe like um, the main, the main female lead will get reincarnated as one of the babies. Oh lord! And now she's got special powers too, so they can be like special powers, um, you know, niece and uncle. (laughs) Yeah, but I can only think of the second season him being the worst of the worst. Yeah. Not necessarily that it's a bad thing. I know that he wants to create the whole, the whole same. um, just more of me so that I am normal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, but just what? Yeah. What? He, he didn't, he didn't develop as a character. Well, all I remember as well is like, like that final image of like him standing in that warehouse oh. and all these like zappy babies. <laughs> They're just like, but he's creating war and this is the same exact thing that why people were saying and why his wife before she died was saying that you're doing this and you're thinking you're doing it for the goodness of whatever but this will create war but he's like i don't give a fuck you're dead anyway (laughs) that's what it felt like yeah even though i started hating it at some point because she was a piece of shit at some point to him but I was just like, maybe after all, I understand where she's coming from. Mm. But even though she was just being manipulated by the same people that stepped it in the back yeah, over and yeah. over. Oh my God, I've got so many things about that she's drama. She's got so many pent feelings. <laughs> this could go on for ages. Let's put an end to it there. Yep. <laughs> so, Luca, um, yeah, we hate you. Yes. Um, moving on. So that's that's a different kind of, of doomed romance, right? It's like circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of fantasy, there are other elements that come into play that really do mean mm-hmm. it's going to be a doomed romance. Yeah. But then you've got things like Love Affairs in the Afternoon. Never watched it. But... I haven't watched it either. I do know what happens mm-hmm. because I'm a, I'm a little turd who <laughs> reads recaps and stuff but doesn't actually watch the episodes. Mm-hmm. But um, we've both said as well that we don't like dramas that center around cheating oh yeah yeah and obviously love affairs in the afternoon has it written on the can oh yeah so we were like we'll check out on that one and um i think this this is exactly a sad doomed romance because you know that um there is cheating involved with the main characters Mm -hmm. and uh you the, the the shit is gonna hit the fan when their spouses find out. Mm-hmm. And so I hate the fact that you're kind of watching that drama, knowing that this is wrong the entire time that the, the main characters are making the connection, and just waiting for that episode where people are going to start finding the show. Yeah. And I don't like that. Mm. And uh, you know, some people probably do like that kind of like thrill or that kind of um, forbiddenness about it. This, mm-hmm. You know, this probably would have gone on our forbidden, forbidden romance episode. Mm. But I think the part, the reason this is a sad doomed romance is because they're good people. No, you know, like they fall in love with each other, even though they have spouses and even though they have problems with their spouses. Mm. But they're good people. So. 
they know they shouldn't be together. And so they're going to sacrifice themselves for the sake of each other and not pursue a relationship that makes them happy because they're just like, oh, you know, I, I'm obviously obligated to somebody else. So you kind of just know that it's going to it's gonna end in tears, end badly, and they're probably not even going to go all the way mm-hmm. because they're just too good of people and they wouldn't do that anyway. And uh, obviously it's, it's also in terms of the way that Korean culture views these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like um, affairs, cheating, it's uh, obviously it's bad anywhere you go yep. in the world, <laughs> you know. And uh, it's not necessarily taken lightly where we are, where we live, but it's a lot more common in storytelling. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like in our soap operas, there's like cheating going on 24-7. 24-7. There's cheating going on between people and their dogs. You know, it's happening. <laughs> but the, these kind of storylines in Korean dramas are like, they're very sensitive. Very. And people, it's like writers and directors don't really want to like put their fingers in the pie. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's an uncomfortable. They're, yeah, they're scared of getting messy about it. They're scared about getting getting down and dirty mm-hmm. and um, I think they try and paint it in a very pretty kind of way mm. in like oh we were actually destined to be together but we just didn't happen to meet each other at the right time in our life so it's not really our fault that we're having an affair you <laughs> <laughs> still can't justify and, uh, yeah. cheating regardless but yeah I get what you mean I think it, it is just it being a sensitive topic and then also considering that they're probably uncomfortable with the whole scenario of cheating anyway yeah they'd rather not go there but then obviously they're just like well other people do it so we mm. should at some point do it but it's still a very touchy feeling one yeah it's just yeah. one of those you've got um different types of sad doomed romance and um I don't know whether I enjoy it or not. I think sometimes when... I don't. Yeah. And the one one of them being... Because sometimes you do watch a drama without knowing. Yeah. Some of them like Goblin. Yes, we sort of had an inkling that was going to happen. Yeah, but, but the, the, we always thought there would be a good ending probably. Yeah, and also that it was going to be a good drama anyway, mm. to be fair. Um, but it's things like... Because one of the dramas I'll never forget... Is Scarlet Heart? <laughs> My oh, goodness, Scarlet Heart, yeah, that that's a drama, including Hotel de Luna, and both of them are what are you? Lord of mercy, they're both good dramas. Scarlet Heart, starting off, it is a good drama, but I've never finished that drama. Yeah, one, I started realizing that there's a predictable ending. Yeah. And I was just heartbroken. Mm. What was the point of giving me so much love and affection yeah. for me to be so so heartbroken? Whereas Hotel de Luna already sort of gave you the idea of what's going to happen anyway. Mm. But it still was very heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's just because Hotel de Luna did it so well. I don't, so well. I don't have any qualms about the way that Hotel de Luna did it. And I mm. think that's an exception. Yeah. To the sad doomed romance. True, true. because Hotel de Luna They prepared well. you for it. Yeah, they prepared you for it and they gave you a little bit of hope mm-hmm. that wasn't completely soul crushing mm-hmm. when it, it didn't, you know, actually 
manifest. They didn't lie to you. That never, yeah, they never lied to us. I think because that was they the will thing. die. Yeah. <laughs> I think like when when dramas like they give you the final obstacle, the final challenge. Mm-hmm. They they fill you up with so much hope that they're going to find a way around it. Mm-hmm. That when they don't find a way around it, you feel like, well, what was the point? What was the point? Why did you just bitch slap me like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, there is Hotel de Luna was very like, they gave you the final obstacle and they completed it in episode 15. Mm. So episode 16 was like a whole episode of just, I'm prepared for the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of have a little bit of hope it'll be, it'll be good and then we have happy ending. Mm-hmm. But you're prepared. But you also sort of know that it's coming. Yeah, and, anyway. it, and it made sense. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. Like when it's a sad ending for no reason, yep. that's when it's such an arsehole move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it, it goes along with the flow of the storyline and yeah. the, in a way when you go back and you rewatch the drama you realize they've been hinting this from the start mm-hmm. you're kind of like well this is why i was okay yeah with the ending and i think that's sense. why it is the exception hotel yeah. de luna because we knew it was coming so we were being prepared for it anyway yeah and then scarlet heart was like let's just you know you know, kill kill are you? Spoiler alert. <laughs> For no reason at all. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know that she died, but thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I still refuse to watch the ending. And I think I only watched up to... I don't know what episode it was when I started realising this is going shit. Okay, yeah. I think... Spoiler alert. I think it was probably because at that time when he she sort of scarred herself because she didn't want to marry whatever king that was then yeah, yeah. because she was in love with whoever and stuff and then only for him to then become king and then they're like well you are scarred and the whole idea of you being scarred yeah, you're not meant yeah. i was like okay this is the whole lot of bullshit i'm not finishing <laughs> this because i know they're gonna find ways around and but they'll not change the way because one is a sagog as well yeah so i knew that the old-fashioned ways won't change they won't bend the rules yeah because it has to be, I don't know whether, maybe in their own terms it's realistic that way. Mm. But for me, it was just like, why don't you just go with the flow? But I was like, there's a saga, there's no way yeah. they're going to bend the rules. So I was like, nope, end there. <laughs> I think the, the, the thing that got me was the fact that I forget when I think back and I, I look at Scarlet Heart, mm. is that that was a time travel drama. It, oh, it was a shit game. Right? Because like, I use characters from the from the present and mm-hmm. she travels back into the past and then yep. she has to sort of get used to um life in Goguryeo Goguryeo yeah, and um so she spends like 19 episodes in the past in like the like Goguryeo mm. times yeah and you kind of like I forgot <laughs> until the last scene where suddenly she's back in the present and it's like they they sent her back in time just to like initiate that final blow to the viewers to be like oh but she's still alive and he's left all alone and you're like are you kidding me i didn't even remember that she was from the present because she spent so much time in the past i completely forgot until you just reminded me that it was a time travel drama exactly because she spent most of the episodes in the other side whereas with most time travel they do the whole they didn't they didn't use time travel as like a good plot device Mm -hmm. they just like sent her back and like made it a comic relief thing because she doesn't understand the ways of 
of life back then. Yeah. I'm assuming she doesn't have the memory as well, does she, in the present? She does, yeah. Oh, does she? Well, she doesn't at first, and then, like, she sees the painting of him, and then it comes back to her. Okay, what is the point of making people fall in love so hard that it ends up being that is never going to be possible mm. realistically because that person is like from the past 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 yeah yeah they're already mm. dead you're in the present why did they send her back to fall in love with a person only to come back to her normal life yeah. what was the point yeah like i didn't finish the drama so i don't think i understood the message fully because it frustrated me how I just thought, sh just shit, 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 shit. <laughs> also realizing they had a kid, I was like, what? Wait, so, oh, hold on a minute. They had a kid. <laughs> hold on a minute. They had a kid. She went back to the present. What happens to the kid? Because he sort of got an inkling of, oh, this might be my son, or was it a daughter? Was the son, I think, daughter? I don't remember. Yeah, when she's meeting, when he's meeting with his brother and yeah. stuff like that. And she said, he, she stayed. He sort of has that intuition of, Oh, oh, okay, but whatever. They don't really discuss it, but you can tell he feels it. That father, the love is yeah, just like yeah. some. We've got a weird connection here. This is my baby. So she goes back to the present. He's still alive, yeah. far, far in the past. They've got a kid. Yeah, she supposedly dies in the past. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? No, but the thing is, is that like her character, she embodies a character. Mm -hmm. So she embodies a real person mm -hmm. called I think it's, her name is like Hesu or something. Uh -huh. So like in the present, she is this individual. I don't know whether she has the same name, mm -hmm. but when she goes back, she doesn't go back as the person in the present. She mm -hmm. actually almost takes over somebody else's identity. Okay. So this the person whose identity she overtakes actually existed. Okay. So why make her? remember all that i don't know just to stab and twist the knife even further <laughs> basically the yeah this, like, is, what, this oh, is what i'm wait, saying i've got a kid in the past well because technically they've made it so she remembered so obviously in her own eyes if she was there yeah. physically she's like i've got a kid who i've just abandoned i had a person i was in love with it who was yeah abandoned what was the fucking point yeah exactly i think um that's why it's not a good uh, example of a sad or doomed romance for me. Some people dig it, some people like it, but for me, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah, same thing. So, uh, final question. If you see the tag attached to a drama as sad or doomed romance, out of 10, how much does that make you want to watch the drama? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's a hard one. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm 50-50. Five out of ten. Yeah, this is all okay. depending on one, the actors, actresses, and yeah. two, especially the synopsis. Yeah. What it's about. Because obviously with Goblin, I went there knowing yeah, yeah. what was gonna happen, sort of anyway, even though I knew I was gonna cry at some point and blah blah blah. But I sort of knew what was going there, but I also knew that they were gonna have more good parts. Yeah. Whereas Uncontra Befond, I went there without knowing shit. <laughs> and, and I you got burned. Around. Yeah, you got burned. Um, yeah, so five out of ten, maybe. Yeah, I think that's a hard one for me as well because if I'd have gone to look at Hotel de Luna and I'd have saw the tag mm. "sad or doomed romance," 
I probably would have put it off. Mm-hmm. Same. And I would have been like, do I really want to torture myself with this? But because I didn't see that tag, mm-hmm. I didn't know he was going to be sad or doomed from Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did at some point in the, the drama. drama, but I liked it so much at that point and I saw the other great things about it that yeah. I was willing to, to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'd probably say it's like a 3 out of 10. Mm. I have to try and give it like the benefit of the doubt and hope that it's not going to be just a, an absolute depressed fest. Yeah, I think that's why I just raise up to a five. Just for the hopes of like things like Goblin. Like, yeah. You do have good parts and Hotel de Luna. You do have good parts besides mm. the depressing mm. parts. But things like Encontre Refund, that's a freaking zero out of ten. Yeah. It's, uh, it, is, it is what it is. Some people might like it, some people, you know, uh, uh, detest it. So. And death is that. <laughs> Everybody just dead. Everybody just dead. Like Miss Keisha. <laughs> Miss Keisha. Okay. Well, that's all for today. We'll see you on our next bonus episode. Look forward to it. Check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you have just a tiny, tiny second, please rate and review us. That would be great. Thank you very much. Tamara Sumida. Tamara Sumida.